So welcome to episode 15 of season three. If you just joined, this is Maria at Maria Thara Kane on Instagram, and I'm joined by Robin at a tired witch on Instagram. Hello. <laughs> thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, thank you guys for being here. <laughs> so Robin and I might be a little goofy this episode just because we're yeah. both not feeling too hot so <laughs> i took painkillers i took painkillers which i was i got high um for like an hour don't worry guys i'm sober now um <laughs> i am Maria's not i'm just i'm just on. writing i'm just you know r- doing struggling but it's fine it's fine we're all fine <laughs> i still look cute that's all that matters so <laughs> If you've just joined us this week, every week we talk about upcoming lunar phases and how you can utilize those in your spiritual practice. As a reminder, this is not a check-in based off of your own astrology. This is simply how we can utilize the current astrological lunar phases to, you know, the best correspondence in our practice. That being said, we have the new moon in Virgo on August 28th. Um, I have a love-hate relationship personally with Virgo new moons. I think we've talked about this a few times. Um, I think a Virgo new moon is the perfect new moon because they are very like detail-oriented. They're really good at like kickstarting plans mm-hmm. and routines and so if you are somebody who's trying to adopt better habits um this is like the perfect new moon right because the new moon also is all about starting new things mm-hmm. um, the problem is is that new moons and virgos can be a little perfectionist sometimes and so while i recommend you utilize this Virgo energy to get in your new habits and make some practical aspects and perhaps even organize things in your life. Make sure that you aren't doing it in a way that is um, perfectionist, mm-hmm. perfectionism <laughs> to a uh, fault where you might, you know, go a little crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I definitely I agree. And, you know, Virgos like they like to hyperfixate on things. And mm-hmm. I think that that's actually a good thing that you can use this new moon is mm-hmm. like if you want to learn something new, like this is perfect time to do it. Like setting Absolutely. the intentions to learn something new. Let's say that you're like, I'm finally going to sit down and, you know, learn about tarot. Like this would be a perfect new moon to set the perfect intentions time. to do so. Like I personally, you know, keep it within your interest, something you will stay interested in. Don't just like, oh, well, you know, I feel like I need to do this because you need to have that passion behind it no matter what. So just yeah, I agree. 100%. And I, I mean, I also, sorry, oh, go, go ahead. ahead. I was going <laughs> to just say, I guess, but still, you know, if you, you are going to like school, cause I know colleges are starting up and stuff like that. If you want to set like intentions for like a good school year, like to learn yeah. new things and do great at school, be organized, like use the Virgo, Virgo, Virgo new moon for <laughs> that purpose. Virgil? I never met him. <laughs> Who's Virgil? <laughs> um, I will say, though, too, if you like to keep things pretty minimal, if you're mm-hmm. like, I know we've had a lot of people, especially like 
um, within the community asking questions like, you know, well, how do you get started back up again if you've fallen out of practice? And I know we've talked about this a lot of times where your practice and your life will have ebbs and flows. So like, Mm -hmm. don't be so hard on yourself. But if you are somebody who's kind of in that position, the Virgo full moon is also a really great time to utilize um, its energy for cleansing. Mm-hmm. Because it is such a organized and, you know, healthy habit kind of moon. This is a perfect time to utilize that energy to cleanse your house. Give it a full, like a full cleanse, you know. Maybe you're going to chamomile wash the window frames. And we'll talk about that in the main the main segment. Or maybe <laughs> you're going to do a full smoke cleanse. You're going to put salt in the corners. Like Whatever that's going to look like for you, this would be a really great time to utilize it. <laughs> so if you just are listening to us every podcast we talk about a tarot card we talk about the universal meaning and then we go over our own personal interpretations of the cards hearing other people's helps beginners form their own opinions or even those who have been practicing for a while expand their views on other meanings and i promise you i can talk i promise okay (laughs) we're gonna get to it (laughs) so this week we're gonna talk about the six of pentacles reversed on the card when it's upright you see what looks like a rich man giving money to two people needing or asking for some it is important to note that he is wearing red which is a symbol of power and control he is holding a scale just like we see on the justice card and both of the people who are asking for money are wearing blankets to help keep them warm but if you also look very closely at the one on the right in the blue in his pocket he has like a red note or a red tag sticking out i bring this up because to me it represents that he is already in debt to the rich man he already has Mm -hmm. a mark he has to pay off Mm -hmm. but The universal key words of this card reversed are domination, stinginess, and withholding. Now, just like, I I believe that we did this card upright already, but Mm -hmm, just like, yeah, but just like with the upright version, when this card comes up reversed, I read it by taking into consideration the cards that are around it as well as the inquiry of either myself or the person I am reading for. Now, okay, no matter what, though, the power dynamic is severely off when this card comes mm-hmm. up reversed. If the person or myself is in the position of giving something, it can sh- either show that we need to withhold helping in this particular situation, or even that we are giving far too much of ourselves and not asking for anything in return, of which we need to stop. But if your spread or additional card pulls are calling you out for being stingy, chances mm-hmm. are that the show that you are being selfish and withholding help because you are probably being petty. Um, Now, alternatively, if you are asking for help, you're in the position of wanting to get something. This always tells me to run far away from the person or situation (laughs) you are requesting help from. The Mm. cost is far too steep. The strings attached to this offer for this help in this, like... The strings attached to this offer for help is way more in the giver's favor more. Think of like high interest loan. It just isn't worth it. 
like as, as I said, don't walk away, run. <laughs> but what are your views on this, Robin? I mean, I am going to completely agree with what you said. Um, I also looked at the surrounding chords around chords cards around it. Quads. Developed a Boston accent for like this. Oh, the quads. Oh, the quads <laughs> around it. Um, but simultaneously, I see this card as a mesh when it's up, just when it's in reverse, as a mesh between the justice card in reverse as well as the seven of swords Mm -hmm. so to me it's just like the justice card in reverse it's got that severe imbalance like you talked about Mm -hmm. um any any kind of give and take that was happening before is just now severely skewed and quite frankly it often tells me that you're either not going to get what you want or what you deserve um Mm -hmm whether you are the one being charitable or asking for help. So I would agree with Maria hundred percent and saying run, don't walk. <laughs> yeah. Um, and when, when by the seven of swords, I mean that usually it means that somebody has got, um, bad intentions. We'll say, <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I, I hate this card. Um, but I will completely agree with you that I think it Yay. is a run, don't walk situation. <laughs> We're on the same page. It's <laughs> happening. <laughs> it's because we're both miserable today. And this card is it's like. It's true. So we're being misery guests together. <laughs> this card is about misery. So. <laughs> <laughs> of course we agree. <laughs> Someone's got to do it. What can I say? <laughs> So, with fall and the long nights coming up, we thought we would speak on spirit protection. We try to, like, talk about this, like, every year because it's a very Mm -hmm. requested topic. And especially with... important. Yeah, especially with many of the discussions that will be brewing, just hopefully... Like in this podcast, we can answer some questions, not questions, but your inquiries on how to protect yourself and all that. Mm -hmm. Um, So first up, what's your opinion on the thinning of the veil? I do not believe that the thinning of the veil happens at one time of the year. I think the thinning of the veil happens every single day. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, That's my personal belief. I think that, you know, when we have conversations like about witching hour and like, I know we've talked about this before in the podcast with like the historical like meanings and references to like where the witching hour came from and what it means. I think the witching hour is the thinning of the veil. They're the same thing. You have things like spirits showing up more often at certain times of the day. You have spirits showing up more often at specific like lunar phases. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it happens all the time. It doesn't just happen at one time of the year. Do I think that it also maybe ramps up a little bit more at that time of the year? Mm-hmm. A thousand percent I do. Um a thousand percent, especially mm-hmm. if you consider like different cultural beliefs and like we practice Day of the Dead here at our house every year. And like I have very strong, devout like beliefs in regards to that, which is also a thinning of the veil. So I do think that it happens at this time, but mm-hmm. I also think that it can happen 
any any day. Yeah. <laughs> what about no. you? Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, I think when like autumn and winter come, we are forced to slow down. And with that's mm-hmm. like slowing down, we pay more attention to what's like Agreed. happening around us. And like some of us like are far more aware. But I do think, you know, spirit activity does pick up because some of us are more open to it at that mm-hmm. time. I mean, I mean, think about it. Like, if you are a person who doesn't really work with spirits often, or like, or let's just say you may have even, you don't really think about them until this time of year rolls around. Mm-hmm. When you start thinking of them, I believe, you know, that door kind of opens to let them in. And when we are open to it, you know, spirits will tend to seek you out. Um, totally. Yeah. And I think that with the thinning of the, the thinning of the veil does not stop after Samhain. You know, I believe mm-hmm. it, you know, um, at least the heightened activity lasts until late winter because that's when people start getting out of the house more and their minds are on other things. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely agree with you, like, you know, that it happens, like, thinning of the veil happens all the time, every day. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's just, you know, during winter with the longer nights and stuff like that, where you're settling down, where you're more aware of it. And it does feel heightened. Um, but also, like, I think that some of us, when we're going through a tough period in our life, when we are being forced to slow down in that, like, instance, we are, and we're spending, like, more time alone with our thoughts. We can go through our own little periods of having a thin veil it is because like those periods of time are so liminal. It's almost, it's almost happens like when we're at the cusp of going through a transformation and at that liminal time, you know, I just, I feel like it opens us up to spirits and it could be, you mm-hmm. know, spirits who want to help or whatever, or just like seek us out because, you know, they're drawn to the liminal, just like sometimes we are. Um, but that's a hot take maybe. <laughs> Mm-hmm. No, I, I I agree with you, um, or I I get where you're coming from. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think it's a hot take. I think it is a take that has happened from experience. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Same. Um, I just I definitely agree with everything that you said. Just thinning of the veil is like i don't know spirits are around us like all the time we just become more aware of them in certain periods of the year and our lives Mm -hmm. Um, yeah and as i said like i really do think that you know with this people are going to start watching like scary movies and listening to ghost stories more often (laughs) coffee talk anyways and then (laughs) (laughs) but um just like that being on your mind it will open up the door where you do have the potential of them being like hey we hear that you you know are open to us (laughs) so let us in (laughs) i totally agree so okay so going off of that Uh when would you say that you think it's appropriate to put up spirit protection like why (laughs) would you use it um i honestly okay so i do spirit protection literally every month like i always have something set up um like it's like i try to cleanse and um uh, when i remember when i cleanse i i always say out loud that um i want 
spirits to stay that don't mean me harm because I work with spirits. I work for, mm. with spirits like when I read tarot and, you know, just like my guides, my because um, I work with guides, my relatives and spirits you know, land, spirits of my house and land. So I don't like mm-hmm. want those important like spirits to just pick up and leave. So I always say like, I set my boundaries out loud. Like don't wake me up in the middle of the night screaming at me <laughs> over my wife. And <laughs> um, but... I'm going to die. I'm going to die just so I can come back as a ghost and do that to you. <laughs> <laughs> Rude. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I, for me personally, since I work with them quite a bit and I, you know, I'm always open and to like spirit stuff. So like monthly protection stuff is very important to me. <laughs> so mm-hmm. how about for you? Um, I am in a very similar boat. The only difference is, is that, uh, I do it usually weekly. Mm-hmm. Um, I am more sensitive to spirits in general. Like, so like Maria, I work with spirits, but simultaneously, like I have, like, I see ghosts, <laughs> I see spirits. And so I am, I, I also do it regularly, but I, you know, put up kind of walls I guess you could say in my home more frequently just because I feel like I need them more often Mm -hmm. Um, otherwise you're gonna wake up to a little girl staring at you at (laughs) two in the morning which is uh, not fun (laughs) um so uh yeah I I do it more often because of that and I also simultaneously will do things like charm jewelry that I wear every Mm -hmm. single day that way in case I'm not home I still kind of have a little extra shield um up if you will yeah no that makes sense I definitely like I do ramp up my own too like if things are happening (laughs) like uh, like it, I feel like things are starting to pick up. I will <laughs> do exactly as you said, like weekly yeah. stuff yeah. because and that is just necessary. Yeah, I mean, so it, necessary. Yeah. Speaking of, <laughs> I do want to say that I on our coffee talk that we're going to be releasing, I definitely have some stuff I need to say about that. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that'll be fun. So I'm just pl- I'm just plugging in our stuff, so it's fine. <laughs> uh, I do want to say though, like I know that um, some people, like even witches, like they just they don't see spirits, like they yeah, don't feel them. Yeah, that's completely normal. Yeah, and that's I a really personally point to bring up maria actually because i know that a lot of people will hear like us talk about things yeah. other people talk about things and then go oh well i'm maybe not good enough or i'm not this that and the other and that is not the case like Mm-mm. some people just are don't see things or whatever and that's fine yeah 100 it's not a bad thing it's not <laughs> a bad thing and like in that instance of for like spirit protection like only do it if you have anxiety about it but you know like totally if out of sight out of mind in my personal yes. opinion if like they're not annoying you or anything there's really no i agree with you i completely agree with you there are i mean quite frankly there's instances where things are quiet around here for like nice chunks of time and i i don't if it ain't broken (laughs) 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 or else you're like oh well shit i haven't done this in a while i need to yeah (laughs) 
<laughs> need to do some protection work. Exactly. So <laughs> don't, definitely don't think you're like missing out or yeah. doing something wrong. You or enjoy your like night that. sleep. Like yes. you enjoy it. You enjoy yes. not being scared randomly. It's fine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, oh, goodness. What type of things do you use for protection, like herbs and stuff? I do a lot of things. So I know we've talked about this before in the podcast, but I am mm-hmm. a real big believer in iron for protection. Mm-hmm. Um, like live and die by it. We use mm-hmm. things like railroad spikes um, around our home to create kind of like fence posts, if you will. Mm-hmm. And then I'll do things like um, put like an eggshell powder in between them, kind of connecting them together. Uh, I'll do things like... Uh, I mentioned earlier in the podcast, the chamomile window washes, which Mm -hmm. are also really, really good for like psychic protection as well as spirits. Um, Yeah, I feel like a lot of the um, psychic um, herbs are also really great for like, yeah, protecting spirit protection. Yeah, they're just great. And you can use, uh, I'm going to pronounce it wrong, calendula. I think it's called like calendula. It is calendula or something whatever dude i know i was in i was in um an apothecary here and i asked for calendula which again i know is pronounced wrong and the lady was like what is that and i was like girlfriend you know what i'm trying to say and she's like well i've never heard it said like that i'm like well, oh my god who hasn't heard you know it what? said that way it's, like, that's how it looks i feel like you're being rude and you <laughs> shut up look i just <laughs> say the english language changes all the time so <laughs> it's slang for calendula so dialects are regional <laughs> So, um, this one's just my region and my region (laughs) most important. So consider that. Um, but anyway, calendula or whatever (laughs) is also very good for that. And essentially you just make like a giant tea in like Mm -hmm. a bucket and you can strain out the herbs. I typically don't. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you just get rags in there. You get your rags all nice and soppy wet, drain it, and you wash your window frames and your door frames. Um, I find that to be incredibly effective. Mm-hmm. I also find that I only have to do this about once a year, once every six months. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're a spring cleaning person like I am, I say add that to your routine. You can also do things like washing your floors if you've got hardwood with peppermint mm-hmm. or also the same stuff you use for the window frames. Um, or you can make yourself a floor powder for carpet with baking soda, salt, um, and like any of the herbs that I've listed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you sprinkle it through your house and then you vacuum it up. And I find these things to be incredibly effective. I also really like mullen. I know we've mm-hmm. talked about this so many times. I just did an article on it. Um, but mullen is a plant of the dead. It's a one-to-one replacement for grave dirt. You can use it to both draw in and ward off spirits. If you want to draw them in, you would make something like, you know, a hag torch. Um, if you want to push them away, take dried mullen, hang it above your bed, hang it above your door frames, mm-hmm. uh, keep a living mullen plant outside of your front door and your back door of your house, like entrances, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, 
I think it's great. And I think utilizing these sort of little things together is a really good way to kind of have more control over the roaming spirits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what about yeah. you? Sorry, I know I just listed like oh, one no. things. <laughs> I think good information. <laughs> My favorite like herb to use actually, like I think almost every witch has it in their stuff, but lavender, like Lavender is also great for psychic psychic protection as well. But um, I, whenever when I smoke cleanse, I primarily smoke cleanse with lavender, um, just because I find it's really helpful. Especially like I do it. I guess we were talking about like how we what we do like monthly, weekly. But I probably use smoke cleanse my house with lavender probably every other day. Um, Especially if I'm reading cards every day, then I'm doing lavender as well. Um, But I usually have, I do my threshold stuff, which is not only like blocks like negative people, like and all that like danger and stuff coming into my house. I also, it's, I put herbs like lavender, nettle, and um, salt and stuff like that on the threshold stuff to keep spirits out. And, um... I also like, oh, and when I do like a whole house, like smoke cleanse with lavender, I usually also make sure that I get the windows and stuff like that. Any like points of entry or anything like that. Um, Or even if like I bring in like certain things into the house, like I I have a lot of um, antiques and older things in Mm -hmm. my home. So I make sure like (laughs) at least I know that um, some people like they won't even allow things into their house till they're cleansed, but. I mean, I, I just do it when it gets in. It's a little (laughs) dramatic. Let's be real. (laughs) I cleanse them inside my house. And I usually, as I said, do it with lavender. And sometimes I even like add hyssop. Hyssop's a great like cleansing herb for that Mm -hmm. stuff as well. Um, Gosh, I'm trying to think what else I do. I just, I do like really random stuff and I do a lot of like banishing stuff because, you know, no matter what, especially around this time of year, things are going to slip past my wards, no matter how many single times that I do them. Um, So like for that, I just do a simple banishing candle. I use a black candle and type in a banishing symbol, um, sigil into the candle and maybe put some nettle all over it and then, you know, say my intentions out loud about banishing the spirit and ask them to leave and light it um oh and i also do the iron too that you were speaking of um my wife and i are actually in the process of like putting um iron the railroad spikes like above the um front door back door garage door and any like big points of entry Mm -hmm. um just to keep spirits at bay because i don't know i feel like last year was very crazy spirit wise here and I don't want a repeat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think what else I do. Goodness. But I don't know. I, I, I mean, I think there's a lot of great things that are happening here. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh. I think that realistically, as long as you have like the baseline you're mm-hmm. personally going to find in your own practice, what's going to work for you and what isn't. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I love them. I and I will say that, you know, I I remember I remember about a year ago, maybe less, when I did the iron protection spell on my Instagram. Do you remember that? With like the red 
mm-hmm. yarn and people were like oh can i just use any nails it's like no the thing is is that iron nails are very different from the ones that you get at the store like mm-hmm. at the hardware store they don't make them anymore you have to seek out forged nails you can get them on etsy they're usually like anywhere from a dollar to five dollars a piece um mm-hmm. But you are going to have to seek them out because they don't make nails like that anymore. Mm-hmm. So just just consider that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and also, like, if you are also wanting to do, like, the nails and putting them above your door and stuff like that, instead, you mm-hmm. can, if you don't want them just sitting above your door, you could just find some place in your door frame where you don't think, like, they'll be seen. And you can, like, hammer it in and, like, cover it with paint if you don't want to see totally. it. <laughs> maybe do it like the four points of entry um mm-hmm. what do you do personally if like a spirit slips through and they're being very rude <laughs> like waking you up and scaring the shit out of you <laughs> oh gosh well um i've gotten to a point where I'm I don't really get that scared anymore I'll be really honest um Mm -hmm. there was actually an incident very recently and by very recently I mean this is like a week ago um where my cat was visiting us um the one who passed away um but typically when I see things or hear things or whatever um my husband doesn't Mm-hmm. so i kind of keep it to myself like because what's he's very afraid of ghosts what's the point in saying anything to him um because <laughs> he's just gonna get scared i don't get scared really anymore i get annoyed um See, well okay i'll get like scared for like you know like it'll just be like a flash and then it's like oh my god <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah it goes straight I, I to annoyed and angry <laughs> i yeah i don't get scared i just get annoyed and i'm like all right uh you know what i mean yeah i'm like oh okay uh um but like there are some instances where like something will happen and i like have to like i always if if i can check with my husband to see if he is seeing hearing the same thing as me (laughs) do you hear that and yeah he's like he's like no why oh i just thought i heard a car go by I nothing thought, yeah, dear i thought i heard something outside he <laughs> um so yeah i personally nine times out of ten mm-hmm. and this is not gonna be helpful to anyone i just go to sleep i just go right back to sleep um i'm like not doing this today uh, let's see like I don't want to say the story because I was saving it for coffee talk. So I'll just, um, (laughs) (laughs) when, okay. When I wake up at night or like, I guess if it happens during the day, I am more likely to easily brush it off. Um, Mm -hmm. but if it happens at night, um, I, I have problems falling back to sleep after I wake. So, I'm like, I don't want this to keep happening. So I usually go downstairs in a hurry and do a banishing candle. And, um, but if it like happens during the day, like I do it whenever when I have free time and like cleanse the house. And, you know, I think being very blunt with the spirit and being like stating my boundaries out, out loud about the space that I need. <laughs> Although mm-hmm. I do that too when I do the banishing candle. Um, right. But, um, but, but I, I think, think I, I I think you're on a on a good point here. Is 
that's much better advice than I had. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think a lot of, I I don't think I wrote this in our talking points for this. I might have, but um, a lot, I feel like a lot of people accidentally like feed the spirits and make them bigger Mm -hmm. than what they are by being like real, like it's okay to be like briefly scared or even to be scared like for a moment. But I think the more you build it up to be something, the more energy it will take from that to make you know make it a bigger deal than what it is so i think like being very because you like this ghost is in your home and you have boundaries set up within your home and they're the ones that broke that boundary and decided just to come on in so you're allowed to be like get the hell out of my house i did not ask for you to be here now if you're like you know if you're just like scared and you're just continuing to let this stuff happen and not doing anything about it they're just going to think they can keep doing it and that there's nothing wrong with it um yeah i completely agree with you and i think it is um important in any form of magical practice to have boundaries um Mm -hmm. no matter really what you're practicing um or you know this goes beyond spirit communication Mm -hmm. spirit work spirit protection i think that it is important in all of our lives no matter what you're doing to have some form of boundaries and so i think that's great advice now i do think that there's some spirits that we can't really do anything about um like for two instances i think like land spirits like if a land spirit is like super pissed that like house is built where it's built and they're just not going away sometimes there's nothing that you can do besides yeah. move and on like <laughs> they have every right to be pissed in my personal opinion um you could try to work with them and talk to talk get out with them but you know there's sometimes there's nothing that you can do and yeah. then other circumstances let's say you move into like a super old house sometimes spirits and like energy residual energy from like past families and stuff that have been there is so ingrained into the house itself Mm -hmm. that you just kind of have to live beside them and try to do your best to set boundaries um yeah you know it's kind of like getting you know for better or for worse like yeah (laughs) you can always leave (laughs) (laughs) you're so funny thanks (laughs) well i think i think that's all the topics we wanted to cover for this Mm -hmm. segment right yeah i think so hopefully i didn't ramble too much and hopefully hopefully, i I love talking about this stuff it's so much fun (laughs) yeah and hopefully you guys got something out of this we're gonna talk more about ghosts for probably the next month so that will be exciting Um, so exciting we have an amazing guest like we have a coming. we have a we have a couple of amazing guests oh, yeah. actually well, that are no all- like this is a whole year of amazing guests but yeah but i just mean focusing of course on the ghost topic. Oh, yeah, yeah. so <laughs> I, think, I think we have some really cool exciting things coming up ghosts will be the theme for the next month ish and i think it's gonna be great so so good hopefully you guys got something out of this with <laughs> <laughs> that So, Robin, what is stirring your cauldron this week? Well, I'm rock hard. Thank you for asking. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> um, I'm actually really excited. And I know that the listeners are probably going to be like, oh, they're talking about this again. But we've been working really, really, really hard on a bunch of like projects for the Patreon. And we have a bunch of stuff lined up in like the next six months that I'm so jazzed about. <laughs> it's amazing. I'm, yeah, I'm so jazzed about it. I am excited to hopefully announce next month. Um, a new element that will be coming to tiers that already exist. So I'm just excited. This is going to be good. <laughs> I think it'll be good. Yeah. It's so good. And it, we have like so many amazing guests coming on the podcast. Yes. And we have new episodes that are coming out that like, um, that we haven't done before. Like Robin mm. and I were thinking about doing like the, where we basically review like witchy pop culture stuff. Like, mm-hmm. like if I'm reading like a witchy book, I will tell you guys, be like, yes, read it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I but just think it's exciting. Like, and it I think is. it's fun. And I think we have all these really amazing ideas that aren't just ideas. They like can actually happen, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've already got the wheels moving for it. And so I'm just really excited because we've been really brainstorming super hard on this stuff. And I think that it's coming together really nicely. And I don't know, I'm really jazzed about it. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. So, Maria, what's not stirring your cauldron this week? Now, let me tell you. <laughs> I think it's so rude <laughs> that the universe and my guides always tell me that something that I need to know that I already know and that I need to fix. <laughs> I know that. Like, I love them and I hold a, you know, a dear place for the universe and my guides and all that in my heart. You hear that, like, guys? She thinks she's fucking fuck. This is crazy. No, it's so rude. Like, I know I'm stressed. Like, I do not need dreams where my teeth are falling out, okay? <laughs> I mean, guys. Oh, my God. I know. And I don't need, like, the nine of swords to just fall out of the deck every time I shuffle. Like... I get it. I I get it. And I appreciate you letting me know where I'm at. I am highly aware of where I'm at. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I please don't be worried about me. I'm fine. Like I really am. <laughs> you know, I've just been like really busy and all that, but uh, it's just I get what the universe is trying to do, like tell me to slow down and stuff like that. And I'm trying. I really, I am trying. I'm doing my best. I'm doing my best. <laughs> so if you could quit, stop pointing it out. No, that would be great. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> If you've just joined us this week, every week we talk about creators that we are loving right now. These are any kind of artistic inspiration for us. Um, And these are not ads. These are just people that we have found organically and thought were cool and that you might like as well. (laughs) So that being said, Maria, who are you digging this week? So I've been digging this like artist for quite a long time it's medusa doll maker and Uh she just makes the most beautiful like drawings and stuff ever like they're so stunning and so pretty and 
I'm just saying that I really think that she needs to release like a tarot deck. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) right. And I'm just, I want to convince her to do it. And I hope that she'll listen to this podcast and be like, Oh, that's such a great idea, Maria. What a good idea, Maria. I'm definitely going to do that. (laughs) And would you like to do my guidebook? Well, yes, I would. Yes, I would. (laughs) Thank you so much for asking. no for real like she's such an amazing artist and i really like her um like she has a persephone art has done persephone art and hecate art and it's just so beautifully done it's so gorgeous and you know 10 out of 10 so I love you've it. been loving. So I am digging a creator called Spooky Cute. So cute. So Sorry. cute. They do like little ornaments and dolls. And like if you know anything about me, you would know that I love dolls and tiny cute things. And specifically everything that she does, or at least that I'm like seeing that she does, mm-hmm. is uh, very like of the same sort of vibe i guess you could say of over the garden wall mm-hmm. um which is a i'm a huge fan of um i'm a i'm a huge over the garden wall fan and so i am just so vibing with this i would really like to get some of their stuff but i have a feeling that i'm going to miss uh the shop <laughs> update because i always miss these freaking things <laughs> and i try i even i've even listen there was a tarot deck that i really wanted like so bad and i set an alarm for it to get it and my mm. alarm didn't go off and i missed oh, it and no. i i cried actual tears about it and now they're back <laughs> in stock but y- your girl is a baroque bitch and cannot afford it um at this time and so i'm like just really sad about it so you know whatever i'll cry about it forever <laughs> Well, you're going to have to, like, send me that deck so I can keep an eye out for it for you. So maybe you'll get it as a gift. Between one of us, between one of us, we'll maybe get it. (laughs) (laughs) But if I got it for you, I would fit the bill just to give. You're an angel and I love you so much. your face. (laughs) You're an angel and I love you so much. (laughs) Oh, I love you. Oh my gosh, are we gonna kiss? Yeah. <laughs> well, firstly, thank you all so much for joining us today. We hope that we will see you again next week on Friday, August 26th, for our ghost coffee talk episode or we'll see you on september 2nd for the 16th main episode of season three you can keep an eye out on our instagram twitter or facebook or you can find all of these things at coffeeandcauldrons.com for more information or even better you can join us on magical beginnings patreon our patreon offers our special 25 minute part two episode a huge library of articles about witchcraft a discord community full of fun events and discussions and we even have a tier that offers one-on-one conversations with robin and myself and please if you are loving our sexy sensual just so hot voices (laughs) review us on whatever streaming service that you use such as apple Podcasts or spotify we love reading your reviews and if you rate us with five stars it helps us to be seen by other people who might appreciate this podcast as well and thank you to everybody who already has 
rated the podcast or is planning to, we appreciate you very much. So again, this is Coffee and Cauldrons. With Robin from At A Tired Witch on Instagram. And I'm Maria from At Maria, at Maria and Marcane on Instagram. She doesn't even know her own name. <laughs> right, no, you ready? at this point, no. No, I don't. Okay. Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> One, two, three, five, five witches. witches. <laughs>